Hello, welcome to episode 22. There are lots of apps out there which help you track your food. In this episode, I'm going to focus on calorie counter by NutriCheck, but also what to look for in an app. He's not a medical professional. He's not a nutritionist. He's not a best-selling author. He's not even an athlete. But he is a man who's passionate about the fast 5-2 diet. He wants to try and get everybody to be able to achieve their health goals whilst having their cake and eating it. And here he is, the man himself. It's Ben Hampson. Hello and welcome to episode 22. How can you use an app to improve your nutrition? This week we look into noting down what you eat and really understand how that can help with understanding your nutrition. We're kind of taking it to really to the sort of next level in your fasting journey. Welcome back. If you joined us before, if you haven't, welcome. I would like to put two requests to you this week, if I may be so bold. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider reviewing on your local podcast directory. Secondly, I would love to hear from you. I really want to understand what challenges you face, or better still, how your weight loss has improved things. So if you want to get in touch, you can do so on fasting.pod on Instagram, or alternatively, podcast at tdpod.com. I know talking about weight loss is not easy, but it's a lot harder coping with it and alone. And as you know, I'm kind of moving away from Michael Mosley, and I want to give you that support that if you do need to talk about something, you can do. So this week, we're looking at apps. You know, there are good bad apps out there, and there are bad apps to, to monitor your calorie intake. And I know it's an absolute pain to note down what you eat, but it can have real benefits. You're able to track your weight, your calories. Ideally, if it tracks your nutrition as well, you can track that and you can track your exercise. But what should you look for in an app? There's, as I said, a big variety out there. The one that I use and I think is, is the best one is Calorie Counter by NutriCheck. I have used in the past Fitbit, MyFitnessPal, and they work to a certain degree. The key thing is to make sure that they are easy for you to enter stuff. So for example, most of them offer the ability to scan a barcode or just look it up. However, unfortunately, a lot of them, and I would put Fitbit and MyFitnessPal in this, a lot of them don't have the vast majority of data, certainly in the UK. And that means you have to enter an awful lot of data and that is a pain and means that you'll probably stop doing this. However, with Calorie Counter by NutriCheck, I found that actually that doesn't really happen and generally the information is there. It's very unusual to actually have to enter manual data. You want to make sure in the app that you choose that it tracks full calories and nutrition because that's really useful for you to be able to evaluate how you're doing in your diet. When you first start on the Fast 5-2 diet, I would strongly recommend that you don't really worry too much about nutrition, but concentrate on your calories. And that's it. 
However, as you progress, it's really important to concentrate on your nutrition. But I don't know about you, but it's very difficult to go, oh, am I having the right protein today or whatever? Effectively, that's all tracked for you in the app. So it makes it much easier to make decisions and you can do sort of what if decisions and we'll be going into that in just a, a moment. You should also look, be looking for in an app to make sure that it shows your calorie information for that day plus your exercise calorie information, i.e. it's going to show you what you've burnt and then you want it to show what you've kind of eaten so you can compare the two. You also want it to show your nutrition, ideally, sort of for the day, the week and the month because sometimes you will have bad days but when you look at it over the week it's actually okay and that's quite useful to be able to do that. You also want to make sure your app ideally incorporates 5.2 so effectively understands that on two of your days that you're going to drop to 500 or 600 calories and you really want it to track weight. Now I have to be honest I have an app that does track weight but I tend to track it in an in my Fitbit app because I tend to do all my exercise and my sort of heart based data and that kind of thing in there or I use the Apple Health app so for me that that's not relevant but it is useful if you're looking for an app that tr that you want to use to purely track everything then you need to make sure that it does that so let's have a look at weight, you know, what kind of things do you want it to do? So what you want it to do is you want it to track your progress. So effectively you want it to document or be able to document each week what your weight is. But you also want it to be able to, to put in your goal. So effectively you can see how far away you are from your goal. And you want the ability to en enter historical data. I'm happy to say the NutriCheck Calorie Counter has all of those, so that's great. Also, then you want to have a daily entry process that allows you to enter the food that you're eating in breakfast, lunch, dinner or snacks. You really want the app also to have a kind of a favourite kind of concept. So if you particularly like, I don't know, a fiber bar like I do in the morning that it records that so you can just easily go to your favorite and add that in also it's really useful and again most apps do this anyway but it's really useful to be able to have the concept of a meal so if you have a number of different ingredients together that make up a meal then it will record that for you and you want it to be able to do it at the kind of if the meals for four for example you want it to be able to input that for four people and then for it to say well this actually serves four people and for it to break the calories you know into four essentially you also want the ability within meals if for example i don't know let's say sometimes for lunch i'll have a soup a bagel something that goes onto the bagel and let's say a packet of crisps and an avocado and some balsamic vinegar. It's also very useful to be able to combine all of those in, into what they term a meal. And then effectively, if you have that every Tuesday, as I often do, you can basically say, oh, this is my soup meal. So that's really, really good as well. It just means it's all about saving time. And the other thing is you really want it to be able to store your drinks as well, because if you've 
for example. Again, I tend to like to have a gin and tonic at the weekend. It's useful if you can store that information. And again, you just then need to add it kind of as a meal, as it were, to your daily diary. It's important in the diary sort of side of things that you can see a sort of daily summary and include exercise in that. And it's really useful, and I find this, I certainly find it really useful, that you can sort of run what if scenarios. So let's give you a practical example. I looked at my nutrition today and I saw that actually my sugars were off the chart and I thought, well, that's a bit crazy. What's going on there? Because all I'd had was porridge with a bit of honey, banana and uh, a fibre bar. And I thought, well, I've had porridge and the fibre bar before and it was been absolutely fine. But actually it was the banana that was shooting my sugars up. So it is really useful. Now, I still decided to kind of go with what I was having anyway. So I could be essentially take away the banana and then I could immediately see that actually I went down to normal levels. But it was actually the banana that was pushing me over. So those what if scenarios are quite useful in making decisions on what it is you might want to have. You also are able to see nutrition, as I've said, and it's important that your app kind of breaks that down. So what you really want to see is you want to see calories. You want to see your fat. You ideally want them to break down that into saturated fat, your carbs, and then you ideally want to break that down into sugars, your fiber, your protein, your salt. And ideally, you want to be able to see that information on a daily basis, a weekly basis, and a four-weekly basis. You also want your app to be able to integrate with other things, particularly exercise. For So, for example, I get my app to integrate to the Apple Health app, and that kind of gives me the walking that I've done for the day, or if I've done any other exercise, it gives that to me, and it Essentially, you can use the app to track exercise, but it's not brilliant. You're much better if you've got a, a, an Apple Watch or a Fitbit or some other kind of tracker, you're much better to use that tracking app and get it to integrate with your app. So using an app, your data has got to be easy to enter. and The vast majority of, has got to be there. So you need as much data or a, a bigger database as you put, can possibly get. Otherwise, you just simply won't use it. And trust me, I speak from experience. You need to be able to track and record your progress, e.g. your weight. And you also need to be able to look at what's happening on a daily basis. And you also need to be able to look at your nutrition because you might want to cut something out. I hope that's really helped. I would love to hear from you. If you want to get in touch, fastening.pod on Instagram or podcast at tdpod.com. If you've got any ideas for the podcast, either DM me on Instagram or podcast.ideas at tdpod.com. Next week, we're going to look at I don't like veg, how to pack as much veg as you can into your meals without you really noticing. Thank you again for joining me and all that's left for me to say is happy fasting. Happy fasting.